Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, welcome everyone to the uh, first ever episode of uh, Yada Yada Yada, uh, a sci-fi podcast hosted by me, Richard Bell, and and me, Ben Melton. Uh, hello, Ben. Ha- hello, Richard, and thank you for inviting me to your lovely home. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, I'm excited to talk some Seinfeld with you. Oh, yeah? Uh, yes. Excellent. So, um, talking Seinfeld, yeah. uh, I think a good place to start with uh, talking Seinfeld would be where you started with Seinfeld. How did you discover it? How did you come across it? Yeah. Uh, I 100% knew you were going to ask me this question, uh, so I've been thinking about my answer. Uh, I have not got a good answer, by the way, so, when come to mine. Um, so I won't bother asking you then. <laughs> uh, I remember it used to be on BBC Two in like the middle of the night, uh, on a Sunday I think, uh, two episodes back to back, so I used to stay up late on a Sunday and watch it, and mm-hmm. I think I must have been maybe doing my GCSEs, so mm-hmm. probably... 18 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my answer is exactly the same. Yeah. And then it just, I don't know, really, like, I think when the DVDs were released, I bought the first one, or I maybe got it as a present. It seems to be kind of shrouded in the mists of time. Sure, sure. Um, and do you remember Do you remember which ones you were watching uh, back on BBC Two? No. Okay. Do you? Yeah. No, I don't. No. My uh, so obviously I came to it exactly the same way yeah. through through those BBC T shows. I remember really liking uh, George Costanza at the time. He made yeah. a big impression on me, uh, which I think is kind of strange for you know, like a sort of fifteen year fifteen sixteen year old kid. I would imagine that Kramer would make a stronger impression, but it was definitely George I walked away with the stronger impression of. Well, I think George is. The best character. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's reasonable. Um, so I kind of I remember watching it a bit because I'd heard I think I'd heard that it was like one of the you know one of the best ever sitcoms or something like that. So yeah. I definitely wanted to kind of you heard in the advertising for the DVDs probably yeah almost certainly yeah. yeah. Um, but I think I really came to it properly through Curb. I think um, watching and enjoying Curb Your Enthusiasm, which took me a little while to get into, mm. um, get used to the sort of rhythms of that show. Uh, once I was in that way, I then went back to Seinfeld and I could just see pretty much how uh, every episode of Curb was essentially a sweary episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because they're looking at those same you know gaps yeah. in society and all that kind of thing. Uh, I don't... I, I think I got into Curb after... Oh, really? Uh, I was into Seinfeld, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think Seinfeld, for me, has a... You know, it's something I go back to again and again. I yeah. haven't necessarily done that with Curb. I think I've, I think I've done it a little bit with Curb, but definitely much more so with Seinfeld. I think mm. it is... Um, it's, it's somewhat evergreen. Mm. Uh, and you can, keep, you can keep revisiting it. And yeah. Keep finding, yeah, yeah I definitely, definitely. It's, I think, what's so great about Seinfeld is it's it's of its time to an extent, but it's it is also you, you know, those universal, uh, just mundane things, right, that kind of hold up even 30 years later, yeah, absolutely. Those, um, those, uh, those gaps in social behavior that they're so keen to explore, they're still there. Yeah, um, those are still uh, weird little areas that people don't 
don't quite know the rules to. Right. I have any more so today than they did in the past. For you later about greetings. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you do. <laughs> um, indeed. So this first episode, we're uh, going to be looking at the uh, the Seinfeld Chronicles, the first episode of the first series of Seinfeld. So originally developed as a pilot. Um, by uh, NBC. Actually, I'll tell you what. I'll and what does about... that stand for? The Naughty Boys Club? <laughs> <laughs> the Naughty Boys Club. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep that. That's fine. That's good. I'm happy with that. I've done a little research uh-huh. uh, into the background of Seinfeld. Uh, he was first on The Tonight Show uh, in 1981. That was his first ever television mm-hmm. appearance. Uh, Johnny Carson. Uh, and then he was doing regular appearances after that. He was then in a TV show called, a uh, sitcom called Benson. Was he? Uh, yeah, but not reading his own material or anything like no. that. Didn't enjoy it. Got fired from Benson. Mm. Uh, but the way in which he was fired uh, was no one told him. And he showed up one day and said, hey, where's my script? Yeah. And they had to say, you don't have one, you're not on the show anymore. Uh, that, obviously, that was a bad experience for him. Uh, but uh, NBC execs uh, um, went down and watched... The Naughty Boys Club. <laughs> Some of the execs of the Naughty Boys Club <laughs> um, started seeing him in their comedy in his comedy shows. <laughs> Naughty Boys Club uh, started watching him in his his comedy shows, and uh, then he went up to him and said, "Like, let's develop something." Uh-huh. So um, Jerry didn't have any ideas. Uh, so he approached the only other person that he had known who had ever written anything, which was Larry David. Right. He had apparently written a movie script of some sort. I don't I think see. it's been made or anything like that. And he'd been a writer on SNL. So they started working together and they pitched um, a pilot to the Naughty Boys Club. <laughs> um, and it was intended apparently as a 90 minute special all about how a uh-huh. comedian finds his material. Mm. Uh, Do you think that would have worked? What, a 90 minute special? Yeah. How a comedian finds their material? Yeah, yeah I think it probably could have. Yeah. Um, but the, the way they wanted to do it was uh, very sort of, you know, have a stupid conversation yeah. and then you see how that works its way into the set at the end. I see. And Jerry didn't think it would sustain over a 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. So they boiled it back down to 30. Yeah, it's kind of like the first episode of Curb is uh, yeah, a that's right. Yeah, 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 sort yeah, of yeah format, isn't it? Um, Does he do stand-up at the end of the first episode? No, he. it's all building up towards him doing a special. And then at the end of the episode, he's like, I want to do the special. <laughs> <laughs> that's very loud. That is the special. So that's good. Yeah. Cool. The original title, Stand Up. Yeah. Not Seinfeld? No. Uh, there's another one, I think, as well. Maybe the Seinfeld Chronicles was supposed to be the name as well. Yeah, wasn't it supposed to be called something like Too Good, Too Bad? Really? Or something too good, like that. Too Bad. For syndication. I don't know. Uh. Anyway, I, I think did they, my own research. Yeah, that's good. I think they landed on a pretty good title, though. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, I mean, I think... I don't know if... Was Seinfeld one of the first sitcoms to uh, just be called after the person? Sound like Roseanne. Mm-hmm. Um, other examples I can't think of. Maybe it was just those two. Well, no, because you have things like the Mary Tyler Moore show. Sure. Dick Van Dyke show. Yeah, so I guess it's a heritage and a tradition. Yeah, yeah. To a certain extent, I would have thought. Mm. Um, Apparently, the... Noel Edmonds house party. (laughs) (laughs) A classic of the sitcom genre. (laughs) 
It's more of a live action thing, I suppose. Uh, the Crystal Maze, where Billy Crystal uh, gets lost in a <laughs> labyrinth. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't remember what I was going to Oh, no. <laughs> Are you okay? Uh, yeah. yeah, fine. Um, so, uh, something that's interesting... Um, about the film with the pilot, talking about Dick Van Dyke's show, is filmed on the same stage as the Dick Van Dyke show was filmed. Is that interesting? I mean, it is a fact. <laughs> this is what this is, just <laughs> you reciting facts. Um, yeah, I don't see why not. <laughs> sure. Good for the listeners at yeah. home. Um, so obviously, uh, the character of Seinfeld is based on Jerry... Uh, the character of Jerry Seinfeld is based on Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, but the character of George Costanza is famously based on uh, Larry David. Yeah. Uh, Larry never wanted to play George, never even thought about it. Apparently, Did he not? keep asking him um, mm. whether or not he, you know, always wanted to or secretly wanted to, but apparently never. But then he did, of course, in the uh, Curb episodes Indeed. where they put on the Seinfeld uh, reunion. I I love uh, Larry David's George Costanza. It's really good. It's really it's so horrible. <laughs> <laughs> His line readings are so odd and. Uh, they don't sit at all with the rest of the cast. I uh, really love it. <laughs> uh, Kramer, obviously, um, based on a real man, Larry yeah. David's neighbour. Uh, Kessler. Who's, well, his name is Kramer. Is it? It is, Kenny Kramer. Um, in the pilot, he was supposed to be called Kessler because yeah. uh, Larry David thought, apparently correctly, that he would exploit it to all it's worth mm. uh, if, he, if he actually did call it Kramer. Um, called the character Kramer. Uh, so the real Kramer mm. rang up the Naughty Boys Club. <laughs> rang up the Naughty Boys Club and um, made a list of demands, you know, legal demands and all that kind mm. of thing. Some of them monetary, and he got everything that he wanted, apparently. Oh, right. Uh, he currently, I think, still runs tours uh, of the real Seinfeld, where he shows uh, his apartment. Yeah. <laughs> and Larry's apartment that he always used to go hunting around for food in. <laughs> Well, so um, we're going to get into the pilot, uh, obviously, in a moment. But um, in terms of the history of it, it apparently wasn't very well received. Uh, NBC execs thought it was pretty good. So who? Uh, the Naughty Boys Club. Oh, yeah. The uh, so <laughs> executives at the Naughty Boys Club <laughs> thought it was uh, thought it was pretty good. Uh-huh. Um, and then they uh, they tested it with audiences, and it went down very badly. Yeah. Uh, not funny enough. Too Jewish. To New York. Mm. Uh, and Jerry was a weak lead, uh, apparently, mm. uh, in the initial feedback. I wonder what their f- if their feedback will be similar. Uh, to our, yes, possibly. To, uh, to New York, certainly. The weak lead. Uh, weak lead, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, the way that they managed to get it, um, get it rolling was for... Uh, there was an NBC exec who really enjoyed the pilot. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, the way that they managed to get it rolling was uh, there was a Naughty Boys Club executive. <laughs> really enjoying that. Uh, there was a Naughty Boys Club executive who <laughs> really... <laughs> this executive from the Naughty Boys Club, uh-huh. he really believed in the show. Uh, or rather, he thought it was really good, so mm-hmm. he uh, diverted a little bit of his budget to make yeah. specials uh, into um, ordering four more episodes. Wow, fancy that. Uh, 
So that was apparently the shortest uh, series order in history mm-hmm. at that point. Uh, well, <laughs> that's another one of my facts for you. <laughs> Fascinating stuff. <laughs> Uh, but the there was a note, obviously, from from the pilot to the rest of the series, uh, which we'll come to in a minute, um, that they needed to have a uh, a woman in the cast yeah. who was not um, just a waitress, right, or anything like that. Um, yeah, because we don't see the waitress; she's only in this episode, isn't she? That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. do bring a waitress back in later. That's right. Um, but uh, but this waitress, Claire, played by Lee Garlington, yeah. never appears again. No. But um, that apparently... Is she played by Lee Garlington? Yeah, hmm. she is. Um, so supposedly, according to Jason Alexander anyway, there are a couple of different stories around why she's not in the rest of the series. Okay. According to Jason Alex- Alexander, um, she gave notes on the character and tried rewriting her bits or her bits mm-hmm. of the script that she was in, um, and Larry David didn't take it very well. No. Um, so he didn't want her back for the rest of it. Uh, but other other sources think that it's just because they wanted to rewrite uh, the way in which she's framed, or the way in which the female character in the in the series is framed. Mm-hmm. So someone thought that they needed to have someone of a similar social standing to the rest of the group. Um, whereas if she's just the wait- waitress, she would just be relegated to getting them coffee all the time, that sort of thing. Right. Uh, another one was um, that they needed a character with more sex appeal. Um, wow. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're going to take a short break and we'll be diving into the episode when we come back. Uh, good stuff. So uh, we open uh, in uh, with a bit of stand-up, yeah. uh, as is traditional, or at least certainly for this phase of the series. Yeah. Uh, so this is all about being out, right? Mm. That's mm. what we're, we're doing right I'm now. I'm out, you're out, That's where it. everyone... Do you know what this is all about? Do you know why we're here? To be out. This is out. And out is one of the single most enjoyable experiences of life. People, you know how many people talk about we should go out? This is what they're talking about. This whole thing, we're all out now. No one is home. Not one person here is home. We're all out. There are people trying to find us. They don't know where we are. Did you read? I can't find him. Where did he go? He didn't tell me where he was going. He must have gone out. I you mean, so what's interesting about this piece of stand-up is that that bit holds true, but then he goes on to say, you know, people are looking for us. Mm-hmm. They don't know where we are. They don't know what we're doing. But that's totally He must changed. have gone out. It must have gone out. That's totally changed. Nowadays, if you're out, I know exactly where you are because yeah. I'm seeing all your pictures. Mm-hmm. I've got, you know, I'm texting you. Why didn't you invite me? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, because I don't enjoy your company. <laughs> I mean that's obvious. <laughs> um, so you think it's uh, a pretty decent bit of stand-up? Yeah, it's funny. It's funny enough, I think. Um, I remember when I first started watching these that I really didn't rate his the stand-up bits. No, um, but they've really they've really grown up. Well, at the time you'd never been out, so there you go. That's it. Didn't know what going out was like. <laughs> now it rings true. Um, okay. So <laughs> it's an interesting point now about enjoying yourself when you're out. What the whole um, you spend your whole time getting ready, getting you know, getting dressed, getting in the car, getting in front of the place, and then you're out. And then as soon as you're out, you're like, you want to go home. Let's go home. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You think he's uh, right about that? Like we're always yeah, wherever you are in life, you got to go. Got to go. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's probably something in that. I can't wait to leave. Uh, what, currently? Yes. Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> and then we cut to the cafe, uh, and we meet George Costanza for the first time. Yeah, now this is the same cafe that they use all the way through the seasons, isn't that right? Uh, I don't know, actually. Uh, it, I assumed it changed to a m- the more familiar setting uh, a little bit later. Yeah, yeah. I've, it does. It was. I'm a, sorry. I mean, it was after. A, it was I a mean, good, after. It was a good joke that I started with, and you, you completely. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> I've not watched. I've not watched on. I've only watched uh, the first one. You've never uh, seen any my, other cyber episodes. In my recap. I <laughs> <laughs> right, see. I've only watched this first one. I assumed it uh, changed to a much more familiar setting. I think it does. Yeah. Okay. Um, good. <laughs> it looks really horrible, doesn't it? The cafe. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But what I want to know is, why's George got a clipboard with him? That's a great question. Yeah. Did men in the ni- in the eighties, I guess, carry around clipboards with them all the time? Should so, I carry around a clipboard with me? Do you not currently? <laughs> no. <laughs> you should have written that on your clipboard. Really, no, I should have. I so don't, I don't have one. Thanks well, for bringing that up. So, <laughs> well, George is in real estate, right? Do you need clipboards for real estate? Maybe you well, do. Maybe. So maybe he's just come from a, a house showing or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, could be. Could be. All right. Uh, also, George doesn't drink caffeine. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's that all about? I honestly, I don't know. I did like people not drink caffeine in the eighties. I don't know. Are they worried about getting hopped up all the time. I'm pretty sure this comes up a couple of times during Seinfeld. I'm pretty sure that Jerry doesn't drink caffeine at some point in the mm. future, and Jerry definitely doesn't drink at some point in the future. I think when they're talking about the whiskey. Well, they drink wine later in this episode. That's right. And he has some in his apartment, so and it's, it's not totally like reasonable to have some wine in the apartment. I'm drinking right now to have a cup of cup cup of coffee. Yeah. You're high on caffeine as well, I presume? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so, <laughs> what do you think to uh, Jerry's shout that George's button is too high on his shirt? So, I think the button's in a good spot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Jerry's completely right. Well, I, I not, would buy and wear that shirt. shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you buy and wear that shirt? Well, yeah, if it's in my size. Uh, purple shirt? Sure, why not? I guess you like loud colours. Wow. Uh, some of us can pull it off, Richard. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you and Prince? Ah, me and Prince. What about uh, George Costanza? You think he's rocking it? Yeah, I think he rocks it. All right, all right, fair enough. Uh, I don't agree. I think he looks very strange. I'm completely with Jerry. But I think it's slightly aggressive to say, uh, do not try before you buy. Mm. That's uh, a little rude, maybe. Uh, I mean, Jerry is quite rude in the scene to George. <laughs> Jerry's pretty rude to George. Pretty much all the time. Yeah. Right? I wrote down two things about this scene that yeah. I liked. Uh, I liked two of Jerry's lines when he says, talking with her is like talking with you, but you know, much better. Yeah, that's <laughs> a really, really good line. Good line. <laughs> um, because, yeah, I mean that, I mean, it's just really simple, but really funny. So, I mean, that's, that's uh, yeah, it's really, it's really, really good. Uh, and then be a come with guy. Uh, I say that a lot, but no one ever is. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, I think what he's asking George to go and do is something I would never go and go and do. Would yeah. you go? Would you be a go with guy? Well, I've been a go with guy. What for laundry? Sure. It's just uh, hanging out. It's bad hanging out. No, it's good. It's good to hang out. Oh, I don't know. Uh, sometimes you got to do chores. What's the problem? <laughs> Run yeah, some I, don't wanna, I don't want to watch you do them. 
Uh, what else are you going to do? Not going along. I'm going to go home and play Farmville. <laughs> yeah, Farmville. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so uh, George agrees to be a go with guy. Go with guy. Uh, so he, um, well, come with come guy. with guy. Sorry, he agrees yeah. to be a come with guy. Uh, and we arrive at the laundry, mm-hmm. and one of the first things. Well, that the happens, characters arrive there. The characters arrive there. Well, yeah. We're along for the ride. Sure. Uh, one of the first things that happens is the guy comes in with lots of detergents. Ah, uh, yeah, I missed that. Oh, so I was making notes. Detergents. Well, that's funny. Uh, and Jerry says this is not his first load. It's a good line. All right, fine. Uh, and we get the signals, but signals, Jerry, signals. That's it. Lots of clicking. Yeah, it's the Woody Allen impression. Sure. Basically, yeah. Yeah. So um, what I really enjoyed about this is that he falls to the floor in public, squealing. <laughs> we, we already discussed this. <laughs> it just seems like a quite the overreaction. Uh, quite the spectacle to make in public. Uh, it seems like a more of a private moment, I think. Wow. Uh, it's New York City, mate. Just do what you like. Do what you like. Okay. Is that the rule there? Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to go. Pretty, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, New York's full of weirdos, right? So sure. I don't think it's too... Uh, bizarre uh, to see someone react this way in a New York... Uh, Laundromat. Okay. Uh, what did you like about this scene? Uh, I like the uh, the can't over dry. I mm-hmm. think about that when I do my drying. Uh, yeah. Uh, but do you agree? Well, I don't know. It's always bugged me. Same reason you can't over wet. It's either wet or it isn't. Yeah. You can't over dye. You can't over dry. Is that true? So I'm not sure if that's true. I think if you keep drying, I think if you run like a dry piece of clothing through a dryer, you know, that intense heat, it's probably going to mm. shrink it. Mm. Or do something bad to it. But I don't know. See, I would hang a clo- I would hang something outside for ages. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't really care about that. That's fine. I see. You can't over dry it out there. Okay. But I think a machine makes a difference. And you don't agree? <laughs> I, don't, I just don't know. Mm. Um, you can't over die but also it's not it's not acceptable to just go shooting dead bodies so it's really good that uh, Jerry says leave the program to do its business and then George just messes with it yeah uh, that's the disadvantage of having a come with guy yes well they'll mess with your machines yeah they'll mess up your shit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they'll get in the way of the they won't let the program do its business no they will not let the program do its business <laughs> Um, and what about, do you, would you interrupt the program before it's finished or would you let it run the whole way? I would leave the laundromat and go across the street, do something else. Yeah. Why would you sit in the laundromat? Uh, maybe they're worried someone's going to steal their clothes. Yeah, maybe, but you've seen their clothes. Mm, Yeah. Really nice purple shirt. (laughs) (laughs) You think, uh, that woman with the triangular shaped head. Uh, folding clothes. Yeah, that woman's got a there. super weird hairstyle, right? Really, really strange, uh, yeah. Like... <laughs> you think again, she's eyeing up George's shirt? Was this just the it? 80s? Or, like, was she just... What, what's going on? So at what point in, in, like, you know, in fashion could it possibly have been acceptable to have a... It's like an academic's cap-shaped mm. haircut. It's, it's, all, it's like a spaceship has landed on her head. Like a, like a, like a tri-corner hat, but made of hair. Yeah. 
so then we get uh, a bit of stand-up that I think mm. is slightly weaker than the opening the opening bit. How did you feel about it? Uh, let me check my notes here. I wrote, uh, their only chance of escape. I don't remember what that means. So uh, Jerry's bit is all about how the uh, washing day is the most exciting day. Oh, it's the socks. Yeah. Oh no, this is good. This is classic. It's like Toy Story with socks. Yeah, but it predates Toy Story. Yeah, sure. So. It would be a terrible Pixar film though. Uh, why? Like, just <laughs> recast Toy Story into socks and sure. away you go. Yeah. I like, you like it. that they get one gets turned into a sock puppet. That's real nice. It's a real a happy ending, really empathise with the socks. <laughs> I like when Jerry does his little dance. The socks in the dryer. <laughs> yeah, that is fun, I guess, yeah. Um, yeah. The sweater says to the the pants come with me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're all dancing around. <laughs> it's good. They're all dancing it's around stuff. there. Alright, fair enough, fair enough. That's classic um, like uh, PG comedy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I really liked the next bit though, where he talks about how um, he sees these adverts for detergents these days uh, saying they can get out blood stains. Yeah. Uh, violent image. Um, but I, what I really like about it is the way that he ends the, ends it with, you know, maybe if your t-shirts are covered in blood, uh, maybe laundry isn't your biggest problem. Yeah. You want to get the harpoon out of your <laughs> chest first. Yeah, I like harpoon. Harpoon it's a suitably is... strange. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> strange word to use. It's a good one though, isn't it? Because... Uh, you know, like knife or bullet, it's quite yeah. violent, and harpoon is just comic. Yeah. So it lands what could it's be quite a... cartoonish. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So I also think um, uh, on that, I think the like, if you're dead and then I shoot you, that's quite violent, right? Mm. So that's him being quite violent in the laundry in the laundromat. Yeah. For the overdive bit, but this one's much more. This is much more PG. Yeah. Much more sort of... But doesn't that feed into the theme of he's worked on his material yeah, in the laundromat and now he's doing a more polished version on stage? I think that's probably right, yeah. That's a real good point, Ben. Uh, well done, Ben. Yeah, good point, yeah. <laughs> Do you need applause? <laughs> you want to clap every time you make a point? <sighs> Won't uh, take much time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see how it's a big deal. Um, cool, all right. So then we move on. Uh, and we're back in the we're in Jerry's apartment for the first mm-hmm. time um, first time ever first time ever mm-hmm. that's right uh, so Jerry uh, have you noticed that he's dressed like Superman no I hadn't noticed that's yeah, yeah. good blue, blue would jumper. you like me to applaud you yeah I'd, I'd like some <laughs> applause actually yeah. oh, thank you very much uh, yeah dressed like Superman mm-hmm. uh, blue blue jumper red trousers yeah um and nice to see some red trousers. Absolutely. <laughs> did you uh, did you point them out? Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, well, I watched this on a plane. Um, did you tell the person sitting next to you? Uh, well, I didn't think about it, but I decided to keep it to myself. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. Uh, I think she thought I was very strange. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think she thought you were strange? <laughs> well, <laughs> because I watched an episode of Seinfeld twice. <laughs> <laughs> and I was taking notes the whole time. Yeah. That's uh, bizarre behaviour. Also, I'm just quite funny looking. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, that's good stuff. Mm. Um, so Jerry gets a phone call. Answers yeah. it by explaining that he's take the Mets game, well, then tell him what happened. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, he does. Uh, but it's the wrong number because they're looking for someone who's moved. And people do move. All right, so uh, after the whole debacle on the phone, uh, Kramer comes in. Kessler. Uh, Kramer. Mm, Kessler. It's Kramer. I think it's Kessler. It's, you're wrong. Mm. Okay. Should we check that? Yeah. Yeah. People do move. <laughs> Have you ever seen the big trucks out on the street? <laughs> yeah, no problem. Boy, the Mets blew it tonight, huh? Oh, what are you doing? Kessler, it's a tape. I taped the game. Interesting. Well done. Yeah, spotted that. Oh, really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Round of applause. Uh, you deserve a round of applause. Yeah. Uh, but basically, so I was interested, not that interested, but uh, Kramer just comes in the door normally, or Kessler. Uh, no big slide. Yep. Uh, just nothing, no entrance of any kind, really. Well, so Kramer's character is really very different to what it becomes later on. Yeah. Right? Well, he has a dog as well. He has a dog, yeah, That's for exciting. sure. But I mean, the basics are there. He's in a dressing gown. <laughs> sure. Uh, he doesn't really wear a dressing gown very much in the future, does he? Uh, He's always wearing those, uh, sort those of old trousers clothes. that are too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you're right. I don't really remember him too much in a dressing gown. Well. Uh, there's also something that Jerry says to him here where he hasn't been out of the building in 10 years, mm. um, which obviously doesn't really hold up in uh, future episodes. That could just be a joke, though. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I read it as not. I read. I read it as he, they were trying to write him as a much stranger mm. sort of presence than uh, than that. Yeah, um, and he is very strange in this uh, in this episode. Yes, he steals the show with the line "Guide me." <laughs> uh, so I'm going to come to that. It might be my favourite Seinfeld joke. Uh, whatever. Um, it really made a massive impression on me. Uh, uh, the early guy. I'm sure I saw it when I was uh, fairly young. Anyway, but I really. What I really like is that he withdraws one slice of meat, from, uh, one slice of bread from one pocket, <laughs> yeah. and the other from another pocket. Yeah. He also gets the most incredible amount of meat out of uh, Jerry's Jerry's fridge. Mm. What meat do you suppose that is? I really don't know. It must be beef. I, I guess. I guess like it's beef. beef, but it's like thin stripped, mm. right? Mm. But it's all hanging together and everything. Yeah. It's quite the quite the sandwich. There's also a really really weird moment. <laughs> I really enjoy where he's he's eating a part of this horrible looking sandwich uh, and looking at Jerry with this really gormless expression, waiting for Jerry <laughs> to move the magazine so that he uh, can yeah. sit down. It's very strange. That's <laughs> uh, really good because, uh, you know, he's just trying to make himself a home, isn't he? And Jerry's just... But he sort of encourages it as well. He yeah. says, you know... When uh, Kramer's like, oh, I thought I wasn't supposed to be around this weekend. Mm -hmm. Jerry's like, no, you can come around. Mm -hmm. So, you know. So he's already gone in the apartment when he didn't think he was supposed to be around in the weekend. Right. But maybe that's because that's for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. is, uh, he comes back for the... What do you think of him tearing the page out uh, of the Tearing magazine? the page out of the magazine is really good. Yeah, really, really funny. Really good. <laughs> um, and then just like trying to lick it and stick it back in. <laughs> Uh, can you imagine uh, your neighbour just wandering into the wandering into the flat one in the morning? Um, yes. Yeah. I have had neighbours like that. Have you really? Yeah. Uh, I locked my door, um, but they would knock if they saw <laughs> it on the lion. 
come in and look for tea bags and wow things. I never, I've never had a neighbour quite like that. Probably not as friendly as me. Maybe. But yeah, it's uh, it's odd to see. I think my, I think it's very Michael Richards kind of feeling his way through what he thinks the character might be. Yeah. Or you know, finding his feet with it mm-hmm. um, a little bit. Um, I still think it's really good. It's just very different to what we get later on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we cut to the next day. We're still in the apartment. Right. Um, this time, uh, Jerry and George are bringing a bed in. Mm-hmm. And George has a great line where he says, uh, can't believe you're bringing an extra bed in. What, do you want to bring in an extra guy to? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so George in this scene is dressed like a character from The Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how do you imagine George Costanza at the you know in the Sopranos to be? Uh, just really good. Like I could see him as one of the uh, goons, you know, <laughs> uh, just hanging out there, getting under Tony's feet. Sure. Um, but I mean, yeah, a bit, a bit like the uh, the bartender, that kind of presence. Yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously more incompetent. <laughs> uh, I like the I like the idea of George Costanza trying to explain one of these little rules of life like uh, how to greet someone to Tony Soprano yeah well it's interesting actually because uh, I'm sorry I've confused interesting with boring again um, <laughs> but Jerry turns to to George for this relationship advice that must be the only time in the whole series that he uh, seeks out George for a, this kind of advice I That's mean true. George what is George supposed to be a, a man of the world at this point I guess well, sort of half and half, right? Mm. He's still teasing him a lot. Mm. Uh, but he is definitely kind of, you know, opening himself up to George's advice, certainly. Mm-hmm. It's not that he doesn't take George's advice in the in the future. Uh, when jo- George is the one who comes up with the idea for a show about nothing. True, true. We'll uh, I mean, his advice, but his advice about dating. Yeah, mm. that's true. Anyway... I mean, George definitely is not positioned as an expert in these matters. I don't think he's positioned as an expert here either. Um, I just think it's more too <laughs> Jerry certainly offers. Yeah, I guess. You know, I guess. To fill their way through. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this, some of the dialogue here doesn't quite uh, scan in uh, 2018. No. Uh, as nicely as it would. Uh, so, you know, why give her the option? Yeah. Like, it's a little bit... Uh, it doesn't really... But Jerry's very... 2018 man, isn't he? he I mean, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. This he is someone is. I like. Um, yeah, it's not. What does he say? I don't want to be presumptuous. But he says something like, uh, it's not spring break or something. Yeah, something like mm. that, yeah. Um, so, what do you think of George's advice to always do the opposite of your instincts? Well, I think it's... Uh, I think it, it's, it's interesting because that's what he does later in the show, right? Yeah, yeah. Opposite... So. Uh, does he just start? Does he do opposite day? I can't really remember. Uh, so I think you're confusing a few things. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, does he just? He just decides to. He adopt says all us. my instincts are wrong, which is why he goes back to um, his fiance, right? Susan mm. goes back to Susan because his instinct was to break up with her. He says, "All oh, every decision I've ever made has been wrong." Yeah. 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 But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, nice that they pick up on, you know, just sort of throwaway line from the pilot and uh, flesh it out into a full plot later yeah. on. Yeah, I presume that was a pitch from a writer who enjoyed the pilot, but... Uh, Maybe yeah. so. 
Um, so I really enjoy Kramer and George's exchange. Yeah, really good. Really, very, very good. Yeah. When Jerry goes off into the bathroom. So it made me think of, there's a scene much later in the series where Jerry, um, where George and Elaine spend time together alone for the first time mm. and realise that they just, they just don't know what to talk to, talk, yeah. about, talk to each other about. And that's the impression that I get is kind of being written here. Yeah. You see people know how to interact with each other when there's another presence there. Yeah. But when, once that's gone, they've got no idea. So it's my ambition to use the line, I'm aware of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a really great line. <laughs> and what do you think Kramer is asking about in the first place here? <laughs> you into that uh, commercial real estate? You're like, whoop. <laughs> Uh, you uh, let me know. Uh, I'm aware of you. <laughs> uh, let me know. I tell you what, um, that's a challenge for the next podcast. You need to have used it in regular conversation uh, by that time. I'll tell you what, we'll both do it. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> I look forward to you not having done it next time. Uh, all right, and then we're back to another stand-up um, routine. So lots of stand-up in this episode. Yeah, I like it. It's good. The weave through. Uh, it doesn't leave much time for like a you know a B and a C plot, but yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, it's very focused on uh, on the A plot, mm-hmm. uh, which is okay. And like uh, I think they're they're going to get much more used to balancing plots yeah. later on. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, this one is about cotton balls. Oh yeah. You think this uh, this holds up? Um, the bin in my bathroom has a lid on it. I beg your pardon? The bin in my bathroom has a lid on it. Do you ever put anything in the bin? Uh, yeah, but I never look. It's always, a, <laughs> it's always a, an eyes closed throw. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to know what's going on in there. No way. Uh, I will say my wife has quite a lot of cotton balls. I think it holds up. She's got more cotton balls than you. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm completely with Jerry here. I have no idea what you would use a cotton ball for. I assume it's all for well, don't taking... Why uh, educate make... yourself? <laughs> Maybe I should. Uh, uh, I'd rather just enjoy the bit. Yeah. What There's a lot th- more makeup being worn in the 80s. Sure. Probably a lot more cotton balls being used. I don't know, really. How much makeup have you got on today? Um, just a dusting. Sure. I, yeah. I mean, I didn't want to look uh, shiny on camera. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. We're not filming this, you know. Uh well, um, maybe I'll do some filming later. <laughs> uh, and then it's just, you know, your basic lipstick, eyeshadow. Uh-huh. Um, and then this is just face paint. Sure. Um, I thought, you know, I'd just paint my face like a tiger uh, for the first episode. Oh, is it a tiger? Well, it was a tiger. I mean, it's quite hot in here, so a lot of it's dribbled down now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it, it, it was a... You look like a melted calippo. Hmm. Well, you, you know, you know, oil painting yourself. <laughs> uh, and then he has a whole dating is complicated. It's like a job interview. Who, who does? Oh, Jerry. Yeah. Jerry's um, like, yeah, that's good. I mean, that's true. Yeah, true enough. Um, um, with, with the possibility that you'll you'll end up naked at the end of it. Uh, yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, Dates can feel like job interviews, though, can't they? Yeah. Um, but job interviews don't feel like dates. I don't know. There's the same sort of nervousness. Or a similar sort of nervousness. In a job interview? 
Yeah, that's so sweet. Bit of butterflies in the stomach. That's Never had one. Um, all right, so then we uh, then we go to the airport. So I think George... Yeah, so George is really being a come-with guy. Really great come-with guy, right? I, I mean, would never go to the airport with someone. No, certainly not. Laundry mat. But maybe George is driving. George is driving. But so, why is George driving? Well, he doesn't drink caffeine, does he? No. Maybe Jerry doesn't have a car in this episode. I guess not. I guess not. It seems... Uh, it's very generous of George, though, driving all the way out to the airport to pick up someone that Jerry may or may not have a romantic opportunity... <coughs> I think it's that generous. I mean, they are friends. You ever done anything nice for your friends, Richard? No. Um, all right, so uh, we're we're at the airport, uh, and mm-hmm. they have the conversation about greetings. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, so I was watching this, and I was my little mind was thinking. Again, you know, this came out well almost twenty years ago, twenty mm-hmm. years ago, almost thirty years ago. Years ago. And uh, have greetings changed? Because they say a hug is good. I'm not sure a hug would be good now. No, I think a hug is good. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's nice to have a hug. But I think uh, just getting off the airport and you're getting a hug. No, I think it's uh, intimate. I, mean, I don't they... think there's any sexual chemistry in a hug. No, I don't know. I don't agree. Well, it there's depends on the hug, of course. Well, what do you think <laughs> of the, the shoulders in and the hips apart? They, they really look amazing when they do that. Yeah. I mean, that's a weird one. That's, uh, I mean, I guess that's what they're getting at. Yeah, that's what they're getting at. So. But I think people hug now way more than they probably did 30 years ago. Do you think so? Yeah. You think that's a social change? Well, we've got this weird, like, half-hug thing that we do now, right? Where you sort of go in for a bit of a handshake. Yeah, and then you hug, hug. with the other half of you. Yeah. Yeah, that's strange. Although, don't really do that to, uh, member of the opposite sex no no that's the same sex embrace mm. so have you ever um, something that's happened to me is mm-hmm. that I've hugged some people and just handshaked others yeah so, and uh, I've had it called out as a diss yeah well you know your dad would like a hug as well <laughs> I don't think he does want a hug <laughs> no maybe not <laughs> Well, you can't hug everyone. Nope. Maybe you can. Uh, what's your preferred uh, way to greet someone? A uh, wave. A wave. Okay. <laughs> for all? Or? Uh, you know, not for my uh, my partner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, generally, I don't want to touch people. Sure. All right. <laughs> I didn't realize you were such a germ folk. Well, it's nothing to do with germs. People are the worst, are they? Uh, yes. I don't want to be near them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, their smell. So I like um, I like the handshake, half embrace for uh, members of the same sex. That's mm-hmm. yeah, a good, mm. uh, solid thing. It's affectionate without being, you know, overly affectionate. Um, yeah. Members of the opposite sex wouldn't do the same thing though I don't think what would you go for so uh, what do you think of the whole I and mean, we'll get to the kiss hello uh, much later much obviously. later but uh, the kiss hello I find awkward because uh, I, never quite, I never know how many people how many cheeks to kiss mm. and I've worked in environments where they do, they go for two yeah 
that kind of sometimes you get three three is crazy though but you gotta do that weird thing where you just sort of kiss the air yeah that's right but or do you go for a full lip on cheek Mm. I go for lip on lip on cheek you go for lip on cheek sometimes I'm not really going for it but if it happens that's fine you ever go for lip on lip no never lip on lip Mm. probably probably wise yes (laughs) (laughs) I feel I feel like uh, I feel like it would go down very badly well, it I went for a lip on lip. What about um, what about the handshake that they 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 put out there? So the hand on top, hand on top, hand, hand on bottom, the hand sandwich. Uh, that's uh, yeah, that's a granddad thing. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't think it's uh, something a rom- you'd want from a romantic partner. You wouldn't want uh, no, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to kiss your granddad, Richard. <laughs> and what about the... I really love the way that they are thrown by the, the blindfold guess who hello. The blindfold guess who hello. Yeah. I mean, that is pretty intimate. <laughs> I, don't, I can't see myself uh, uh, doing that. Well, I mean, I'd I would never touch anyone. I would never, obviously. <laughs> you might walk up behind them and say and shout, surprise. Oh, yeah, I could see myself uh, doing that, for sure. <laughs> Uh, most likely I just keep walking <laughs> uh, yeah um, and what do you what do you think about reading the uh, surprise the surprise blindfold hello the surprise blindfold hello is pretty intimate uh, yeah so but it's quite matey isn't it well not that I would ever do it I think you'd do it to a child yeah you could do it to a child yeah, child can't do it back to you though, so is that unfair? But if a because you're too tall, maybe it is. Maybe you should just get down lower. Well, you can't just walk times. around on your knees in oh, case yeah. a child wants to give you the blindfold. Uh, hello. I think uh, I think you should be fair to them. Wow. <laughs> I think you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think if if uh, in the in this instance though, given that Jerry receives the surprise blindfold, hello from uh, someone that he's trying to figure out is whether they're romantically interested in him mm. and that's pretty clear signal that no. Dear. Yeah, I think it's not. I think it, you know, it's it's more intimate than a handshake but mm. I don't think it's romantic. So, um, after the airport, uh, Jerry uh, returns to his apartment with Laura mm-hmm. and they're having a chat on the, on the sofa and he's try- still trying to figure out what's going on. Mm. Um, and getting lots of mixed signals. She's mm. turning the lights down. She's asking for wine. He's got wine. And then... Yeah, she takes her shoes off and buttons her. Yeah, top. there you go. All, all signals. Are those the signals, are they, Richard? Well, supposedly. But... So what do you mean, supposedly? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, do you, what do you mean? Well, do you see them as signals or not? Uh, I think it depends. I think, I think actually... Well, as the conversation turns out, Jerry's reading far too much into this, all of this anyway. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I would be reading those as signals if I were in But do you think she is stringing him along intentionally? I don't know. Can't tell. Mm. Um, I don't... She doesn't n- seem very happy with her fiancé. Sure, sure. Never get engaged. Never get engaged. And then she calls Jerry at one in the morning to yep. arrange their plans. Yep. And then she doesn't say anything about her fiancé until... She's already in his apartment drinking his wine. That's right. So and she gives him that blindfold hello greeting, <laughs> which you think is so romantic. 
we'll just practice it on Jenny later on. <laughs> um, so, uh, something that I really enjoy is how he bangs the phone off the receiver. Yeah, really good. It pops up. Oh, wait, which one's the receiver? Uh, the receiver is the, the one that you receive. Pardon? So there's the giver and the receiver. Oh, okay, fine. So, <laughs> how does he? But what bit does he bang on? So the phone? he's got a, like a phone, and it, t- it sits on the thing, and it tilts. Yeah. So he just hits it, and it flips up. Yeah, but and what's he holding? A phone. <laughs> and what's the other bit? It's also part of the phone. I'm trying to describe it. Okay, so imagine a phone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are it's names. It's like an old there? rotary phone. I'm gonna go with the receiver. So he bangs the receiver off the uh, base. Bass. I'll go with bass. Sure. That's I, re- I really like the way he bangs it off. Wow. I mean, that phone uh, history degree that you've got has been a real waste of money. Yeah, I probably don't want to use the term bangs it off. <laughs> <laughs> That's a signal. I really... <laughs> oh, yeah, I really like the way he bangs the, uh, the telephone off. Uh, <clears throat> but he also, he starts saying hello long before it reaches his face. Well, no one's hearing him say hello but like that. And it's a wrong number again? Uh, it's not a wrong number. No. It's uh, yeah. someone for Laura. It's Richard Bell. Where's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Beyonce? But also, uh, by this point, uh, backtracking slightly, mm. Jerry uh, has asked if Laura wants to do anything tomorrow, reading the signals. Laura is available to do stuff tomorrow. Mm, and Jerry says, what do you want to do? Yeah. Because he's read all these signals, like the wine, like yeah. the shoes off, like the yeah. button, all of that kind yeah. of thing. She's wearing a pretty snazzy uh, waistcoat there. She is dressed terribly. <laughs> wow. You uh, feel like you can qualify, <laughs> qualify to judge women's fashion? Of all of the outfits on display, mm. uh, George's purple shirt, yeah. his um, uh, Soprano's purple outfit, shirt. Yeah, really uh, good. Jerry's Superman outfit, yeah. his red shirt. Yeah. Uh, and Kramer's um, dressing gown. Yeah. Hers is easily the worst outfit. Okay. So maybe that'll be something that we... Uh, I'll go on Fashion Watch. Each week I'll <laughs> find the worst dressed uh, member of the uh, member of the cast. Okay. You go on Fashion Watch. <laughs> You'll enjoy that. That'll be a big highlight for me. <laughs> so she's in his apartment. It's her fiancé. Uh, yeah, it's her fiancé on the, on the phone. But uh, before that... Jerry's agreed to go on, on a five-hour yeah, five boat ride. That's right. You haven't been on a boat, Richard? Uh, yeah, I have been on a boat. Oh, well, I've been on boats. What's your favourite part? Uh, the not being on the land. Mm-hmm. That's also my <laughs> least favourite part. I see. Hmm. Uh, if you what were going you? to Manhattan for the first time, would you enjoy a five-hour boat trip around the island? Yeah, that sounds terrible. Why? You get to see the uh, buildings? You get to see the edge. Yeah. yeah. I want to have a look in the middle. Oh, I see. Maybe. I don't know. I've not been to Manhattan. Mm. You've never been abroad? I've been to, a, you know, other countries. I'd say. Show off. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, a five-hour boat ride, do you think that sounds like fun? Um, no. Yeah, it sounds terrible. Yeah, clearly, I don't think Jerry... I think Jerry agrees with us. That sounds yeah. like a very bad way to spend your time. Yeah. But even more so... The first time I went to Manhattan, yeah. I went on a two-hour bus ride. 
<laughs> How was that? It was good. Were you on a date with a potential romantic prospect? Uh, no. Hmm. Do you think it would have been awkward if you had arranged to go on your two-hour bus ride with a potential romantic prospect and it turned out that she was engaged? No. Uh, well, no. it would have been awkward, but I don't think the bus would have made it more awkward. No, okay. Well, is, do you, not, you don't see that? So the way I see... The proximity. The five-hour boat ride uh, is essentially... Uh, the way I see it, once you mm. notice that she's engaged and not interested in a romantic relationship... That sounds like a prison sentence. Yeah. That's real easy to go. Yeah, I don't want to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't want to go. I just remembered something came up. It's true. I didn't see it as being as perilous as maybe the writers had hoped. Maybe. If they'd had a whole scene where they went and bought the tickets and the vendor said these are non-refundable. Mm-hmm. And... and they were expensive. Yeah. Sure. I mean, it would have been funnier if he'd already been on the boat. <laughs> when she reveals not enough boats then that's your, your boats boat. boats boats okay uh, and then we come to the end of the episode so uh, we have another stand up section um, sorry would you like me to stand up is that what you're asking for I'm quite settled please stay seated um, so this stand up section uh, I think it pretty much holds up it's very of its time uh, so it's about um, not, men don't have any idea what women want Mm. But it's very clear what men want. Men want women. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll do anything, anything we can to uh, to get women. Um, so, what do you think? Something I really like about this uh, this bit is his impression of the guy honking the horn. Mm-hmm. Sees a lady he likes. Uh, I think that's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the I like the end of it where he's like, oh, I don't think she likes me. Ah. Uh. That's all they've got, isn't it? That's as far as... It's good, it's good, it's good. It's good stand-up. Yeah, it's some good stuff. It's, um... Do you think women do like it when you honk at them? Uh, yeah, that's why I do it every time. Mm. You? Well, um, I don't think I've ever honked at her. And why would you honk at a person who's mad? I mean, I've honked the horn before. Yeah, sure. <laughs> You know, to signal my arrival. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was learning to drive, uh, I was joking. That, um, uh, when I the first thing I'll do when I get in the car is on the horn. Yeah, and that's pretty much what I'll do for the whole lesson. Uh, and um, uh, when I went when we when I went for the lesson mm. when, when I went for the for the exam for my my driving test, uh, the first thing they asked me to do was on the horn. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed that. And. Uh, <laughs> Did you? Oh. <laughs> Did you understand the command? Did you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why would I not have understood? I just wanted to check you honked the horn of a car and not didn't think it was a euphemism or something. Else. <laughs> well, what do you think it would be a euphemism for? I can only I can only speculate. <laughs> I'll just get my ass out or something. Will <laughs> <laughs> you please hold the horn and pull my trousers down? <laughs> uh, yeah, that could be. <laughs> I mean, your mind takes it where you want it to go. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I think hold the horn is just a pretty funny expression. Yeah, it is quite good. <sighs> I call uh, blowing my nose honking the horn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm probably going to steal that. Hello, sure. hello. 
Um, so that's pretty much the end of the episode. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> any other thoughts? How did you feel? How did you feel? Did you like it? Uh, yeah, I liked it. Um, I think I would have enjoyed it as a standalone episode. Uh huh. Um, you know, I think the stand-up's really strong. Generally, um. But I think I mainly just like it because I uh, sort of know what's to come. Yeah, I think that's right. I would be really interested to see what this episode would have been like if um, Elaine was the the female lead. So Mm -hmm. if Elaine was the one coming in from out of town, I think that would have uh, been really interesting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they don't spend very long with Laura at all. No. But she's not really a character. No. Yeah. So it would have been nice if there was a little more edge to her or a little bit more a little bit more there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. What do you think of uh, what did you think of Claire? She was originally written as the um, female lead. Yeah. I can see where they were coming from, like it's not really brilliant just to have someone getting them coffee. No. And it's not really gonna allow for very much interaction. Exactly. So I think that was probably a good shout. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it really lacks Elaine, um, I think. It's really good though. It's much better than I remember it. Yeah. Um, it's much funnier than I remember it. It's funny. Uh, I haven't been. It's, it's very funny. Um, and everyone's really good. And it arrives quite fully formed as well, I think. I mean, like, aside from Elaine, pretty much everything else is there, mm-hmm. you know, format-wise. And I guess <coughs> the uh, Naughty Boys Club know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so um congratulations to the naughty boys club mm-hmm. for seeing the potential in this uh, in this little yeah party. great work yeah um, i looked it up actually and that's not uh what nbc stands for what does it stand for? i looked it up while you're in the toilet <laughs> <sighs> and what does it stand for didn't didn't say it just said that it's... You found something online that said, NBC does not stand for the Naughty Boys Club. That's right. <laughs> well, I, I um, emailed them. Oh, okay. You so said, uh, <laughs> does NBC stand for the I Naughty said, Boys Club? my friend Richard Bauer told me next, is it true? <laughs> and I said, no, don't listen to any of his facts. Uh, yeah. So I don't know if I can believe uh, anything, that, anything said that you said today. All right. Uh, Alright, so that's one episode down. Yeah. We've got another 179 to go. Uh, yeah. So what uh, what episode are we going to be looking at next podcast? Well, Richard, we are going to be looking at the next episode, which is called uh, The Stakeout. The Stakeout? The Stakeout. Alright. So I'm excited about that. Um, Jerry you... and George got a stakeout, according to this. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Elaine will be there. We'll see Jerry's dad. Jerry's dad? That's good stuff. The first Jerry's dad, not the second Jerry's dad. Ah, of course. Yeah. Uh, It's before Jerry gets a bedroom. It's all very exciting. When does Jerry get a bedroom? Ah, later on. Really? Yeah, he doesn't have a bedroom in this episode. Or the whole of the first season. Mm -hmm. I'm sure we don't ever see... Do we never see Jerry's bedroom? We do see into his bedroom, but also we see him going to his bedroom and stuff. 
Oh, okay. In this season, the bathroom is right off the lounge. Uh, okay. So, for the whole season? Well, we'll see, but I guess yes, we will. I think so. All right. Uh, so, stakeout. Is that, is that the introduction of Art Vandalay? Well, we'll find out. I guess next we will. Time. All right. Well, I'm excited. Uh, me too. All right. Please join us. <laughs> Adam Morrell, our one listener. Please join us next time. <laughs> Uh, listeners, if you enjoyed uh, this podcast, and your please... name's not Adam Morrell, what are you doing? This is exclusively a podcast for Adam Morrell to listen to. That's what you told me. Yeah, it seems like a lot of effort just for that. Well, I tell you what, um, Adam Morrell. <laughs> Uh, or I tell you what, I'll do it like this. Listener. Uh, listener. <laughs> please uh, like and subscribe to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, we're hoping that you'll be able to find it. Tell your friends. There you go, absolutely. Give us a rating. Maybe uh, watch the show. Yeah. Uh, maybe buy a DVD if you absolutely. support the show. Doesn't uh, support us in any way, but you know. No, indeed. Jerry probably doesn't need the money. Just stream on Amazon Prime, it's free. All right, we'll leave it there, shall we? Sh- yeah. See you next time, Adam. Uh, goodbye. Oh, and if you have any thoughts on Seinfeld, please share them with us or keep them to yourself. And how should people share them with us? You know who we are. (laughs) (laughs) I presume we'll set some stuff up. We'll set some stuff up. If you don't know who we are, listen to the next episode. We'll have it set up by then. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Okay, goodbye. That's probably not how we want to end it. I don't care. How do you want to end it? I don't know. And now for a musical number. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll just fade the music in. Join us next time, folks. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) 